Welcome to episode number 52 of the Bike Talk with Dave podcast. I'm your host, Dave Mabel, and I really appreciate you tuning in today. For this week's podcast, I reached out to a guy I was surprised I hadn't yet met. I'll say that three times. Aria Sabiti. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. We will go over that in the podcast, so don't worry about that. He's a very passionate gravel rider who enjoys sharing his love for the sport, so much so that he started a YouTube channel dedicated to sharing his stories with others. It's the Iowa Gravel Gang channel on YouTube, and you can find him not only on YouTube, but on Instagram as well. He's a great storyteller. But before we get there, I need to thank Bike Rags Apparel for sponsoring Bike Talk with Dave this year. Bike Rags is helping make sure we can continue this for another year. Bike Rags is an apparel company located in Iowa but serving all of North America with promotional materials, cycling jerseys, shorts, koozies, t-shirts, hats, anything you need for your team or group or event. In fact, they're doing our hats. They have low minimums on orders and great prices, and they do exceptional work at screen printing, embroidery, and sublimation. Be sure and contact Morgan at Bike Rags and tell her you heard about them here. Just click on bikeragsapparel.com. And now let's get to my conversation with a new member of my gravel gang, Aria Sabiti. Uh, Aria, Aria? Yeah, you got it. Sabiti. Said it correctly. <laughs> it's okay. Sabiti. Yeah, Sabiti. Yeah. Or Aria Gravel, which is your Instagram. Hey, that's handle. right. We could go and with that's that. That's how I know you is from your Instagram <laughs> handle. Uh, thanks tons for being on Bike Talk with Dave. I'm super glad we could make this work. Absolutely. And it's I really appreciate the fact that we can do this in person because yeah. we've never met before. Absolutely. Which so. Kind of surprising. Yeah, me. two birds once. I'm gonna be riding in Des Moines quite a bit more often, oh, yeah? so maybe we'll run well, into each other. I might be yeah. riding in Iowa City a little more as Fantastic. well. Fantastic. We're planning on the core four, and yes, um, and actually uh, the driftless. Yes, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna be there. Are you? Yeah. Good. I. Yeah. Be ready for going uphill. It's, it's a tough one up there. Yes. That is some hilly country up there. That is some very hilly we, country up there. We did uh, Derry Roubaix once up oh, there. Yeah. Have you? Have you? That, I have not done Derry. Oh Roubaix. yeah, ten thousand yeah. feet over Oof. ten thousand in a hundred miles. Uh, I think we'll hit that at yeah. uh, Driftless. Yep, absolutely. I mean, it's. I'm glad that you will be there. You know, yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> hey, we'll have to do an episode. Absolutely. We'll yes, episode. we can recap it. I don't know if we can keep up. We are in your bike. Uh, what do you call this? Your bike room, my, your bike My pain room. cave. Your pain yeah, cave. Yeah, you know how the, the, yes. the kids call it these days. Um, yeah. And you've got a freaking like yeah equinox ttx that's right trial bike on your trainer there yep. so i have the feeling you might be faster than me uh you know it's just you know look fast go slow that's what they tell <laughs> I, me i don't yeah. even look fast anymore i don't even try that i just go slow i just try to keep up with my wife but yeah there you go. that's work. that is exactly my dilemma there yes. you know uh, i met your wife she's also a cyclist yep very cool. Very yeah. cool. Are you two the Iowa Gravel Gang? Of course. You know, um, actually, so we had uh, a group, and we still do, uh, but, you know, two of our friends, Jason and Lindsay, moved out east. 
So, and there's no gravel there. Uh, he's in uh, North Carolina, Greenville. Everything is macadam. Yeah. Chip, like, yes, uh, chip seal, some chip kind Chip seal, yeah. Yeah, so he's, you know, I actually, you know, we have, we have a group uh, video chat and we were talking about, hey, we should come down there and ride some gravel. Like, there's no gravel. I'm like, you just don't want us to visit, you know? <laughs> right. So I pull up the computer, I go on Strava, nothing, you know? Because on Strava, you can filter by, uh, uh, surface type, mm -hmm. nothing. Some good mountain biking down there. Yes. Which I yeah. saw you're starting to pick up. I'm going to try that. Uh, you sign up for the Lutzen 99er? Yeah. Ooh, that's brave. <sighs> yeah, you know, I, I figured why not, right? Just jump off straight off the dip end. That is, you know, yep, you're right. You are right. You know, Absolutely. I, a lot of times, you know, I, if I think about something too much, I end up just quitting. Like, so I'm like, all right, I see an idea. I'm like, let's go try it. What's the worst could happen? <laughs> I don't know. I I walked <laughs> twenty I walked twenty I miles. You yeah, know, exactly, I could do that. Exactly. I could work yeah. a marathon. That's a good, that's that's a good worst thing that could happen for sure. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to who the heck you are and what led you to where you are. Like we're in your pain cave, oh, yeah. and you've got painted on the wall a map of Iowa. It's gorgeous with the sun shining. You've got bikes on the kind of riding up a hillside, some uh, some wind uh, turbines back there, which kind of mark the um, state. And it says Iowa Gravel Gang. Dude, that's that's passionate about gravel. That's right. I do not have that painted in my basement, <laughs> and, and you do. So we're like, hey, where are you from? You've got an accent. I'm, I'm from Uganda. Uganda. Uh, yeah. Uh, Were you born in Uganda? I was born in Uganda. Okay. Uh, I had a brief stint in, in England and then moved back to Uganda um, uh, for the majority of my uh, adolescent age. And then I moved here uh, when I was 18 to the okay. U.S. You know, Iowa State, briefly, I decided education is not for me. <laughs> You know, when you're young, you're running free, um, so just kind of ran around, did stuff, and I ultimately came back and finished, you know, got a degree in computer science. Um, From Iowa State or no, Iowa? No, Iowa. Okay, yeah. that's too um, bad. I mean, that's <laughs> fine, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so, um, but, so I've been around, uh, you know, in and out of Iowa, so really permanently in Iowa since I want to say 2000. Um, okay. Um, yeah. So a couple of decades you've been here. Yeah. All right. Did you ride bikes when you moved here? Yeah. You know, when I first moved here, I didn't have a car. I couldn't afford one anyway. So a friend of mine gave me a nice road bike. Um, and I started riding that to work. So I rode that for, for, for a few years. And then, but what I actually didn't think, you know, Uganda is a super subtropical, you know, it's maybe the lowest it gets is 65 at night, you know, and high is 80. Uh, so I was not used to the cold. And the first winter I had my road bike Oof. and then this snow stuff hits the ground. I'm like, what the heck is this? You know, so trying to ride my, my, my slick tires, it was just not feasible. So I'd say taking the bus, but I did, I, I always rode, you know, in the summer I rode, but just, you know, it was just a means of transport for me at that, at that time. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So it isn't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no. <for> sure. <laughs> uh, unless you're riding all across the country to do these, uh, these bike rides. Absolutely. Uh, when did it become something more than transportation and become kind of a hobby or a lifestyle? You know, I, uh, so 
I decided uh, in 2016, I decided to treat myself. I decided to treat myself to a new bike. And back then, a buddy of mine, he's passed now, but we used to ride you know, in Cedar Rapids quite a bit. I worked up in Cedar Rapids, so on the weekends we would ride the trail. So I was like, well, let me get a bike that can allow me I, to go and do a little more than just a trail. So I bought a specialized Divage, you know, they had just, that was a fast refresh and they were jumping into gravel, you know, you know, it's carbon and all that stuff. I didn't know any about, you know, so I... Disc brakes? Yeah, disc yeah, brakes. So you could have a little fatter tires. Yeah, yeah, I had like 38s, I think, at the time, which was, you know, decent. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> I still have 33s on my... On your gravel bike? Yeah, but it, I mean... It's, I mean, I'm riding a cross bike. Yeah. I mean, here, yeah. Yeah, truth be told, I have a cross bike yeah. and I've got 33s on okay, that's it, so a, I'm that, old school. That's excusable. Maybe you need some of those there. I do, I do, I do. Yeah. We'll um, talk about that in a minute. Um, no, so so I, I decided to get a bike. Uh, and we, you know, so we started riding, but you know, I was just riding trail. And then I met, you know, Yvonne, my wife, and we decided and uh, we used to ride trails with her, and then we, we, we were down at a bike shop, uh, World of Bikes, and we saw there was a flyer there of a local gravel race. We're like, what is this gravel stuff? So we're like, well, let's sign up. And it was 60 miles. I'm like, I've ridden 20 miles, so 60 shouldn't be that bad, right? That's a jump. <laughs> so, so, I, you know, so we signed up, and I had my dad watch here at the South of Fargo, the original one. Um, that was a cool bike. That, that is. She still has it. I don't think she'll ever sell it. She shouldn't. Yeah. And it rained the whole night. The whole night it rained. And, and you know, back then I didn't know anything about gravel, so I had never been on a gravel road. Oh. So the rain, I was like, okay, maybe it will be wet, but I just, you know, it wasn't adding up. And we start riding. And we hit the first B road, I want to say 10 miles in. Oh, and there were B roads on it. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Why are we doing this? And there was a section of a mile and a half of just one of the worst. Like, it's a nice B road on the, on the west side of town. It's When it's dry, it's incredibly fast. But when it has some moisture on it, it is your worst nightmare. And the problem is, now I learned with experience, the problem with that road is there's farms on both sides and they're fenced, right? So you can't even go into the farm and, and walk on, on the cornfields and, and cut through that. So, so that was a tough race. Um, Can I tell you a story about yeah. that? I did Trans-Iowa number two. Oh boy. Do you know G. Pickle, Steve Getzelman? He's I, an Iowa City guy. Yeah, I think I've seen that name around. Yeah, I'm sure. That's Century it. Cycles. Yes, uh, yes. He was Century yep. Cycles, yep. So Getzelman had done Trans-Iowa number one, and he's like, listen, <laughs> when you get to the first B road, just dive for the ditch and ride in the grass. Yeah. Because the <laughs> if it's at all wet. Yeah. And for those who don't know, a, a B road in Iowa is basically just dirt. Yeah. You're just riding through dirt. Yeah. It's a, it's a farm field where they don't farm, they drive in it, and it's just farm black Iowa dirt. And so I, it was started at 4 o'clock in the morning, and it's probably 5.30. <sighs> it's still dark, and it's pouring. Yeah. It's oh, pouring man. all night, pouring the whole ride so far. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to go right straight for the ditch yep. and show everybody I know what to do. That's right. And I went straight for the ditch, and there was no ditch. I went straight into a freshly plowed, 
plowed farm field. Oh. And I just like, <laughs> and I instantly had 40 pounds of mud. mud. Like, and I just picked that thing up and I put it on my back and I trudged the next mile. <laughs> I walked that first year. I 65 miles is all the further I got. Yeah. And I walked, I think, 24. Yeah. Of those 60 <laughs> some miles is horrible. Oh but yeah, there was no ditch. Yeah. Because that's what you, yeah. you do. You ride yeah. in the grass. You ride in the grass, or you find sometimes, depending on what time of the year in Iowa, you know, the cornfields have just been, you know, plowed or whatever you want to call harvested. So you can easily walk through those. Yeah. But, you know, if they have a fence across, you, you know, or if you have that fresh plowed <laughs> it field, it does not work. No. Huh? no I, well, I definitely, welcome to Iowa. Welcome yeah, to Iowa wet. Absolutely. Gravel. Well, that's all the stuff you learn from doing, you know, yeah. doing gravel. So that was your first gravel ride, and you must not have hated it. No, uh, not really. You know, uh, to you know, to put it in perspective, I had only done in you know, about twenty-five miles and on road, and it was sixty-five miles. I didn't know anything about nutrition, so I started cramping. I had water, and I had a sandwich before I left home for breakfast. Uh, and you know it was it was fun, but I started cramping 25 miles in both my legs just locked up, Oof. and I just fell over. You know, I couldn't unclip. Uh, some lady, I fell in some lady's yard, and she came out running out there in you know country Iowa, and she's like, "Are you okay?" She, she was gonna call 911. I'm like, "No, no, no, I'm still breathing. <laughs> I'm good." <laughs> you know, and uh, so she came out and helped me out and got me some salt, and it took us 10 hours. Took us ten hours to go sixty miles. Wow! Uh, because you, there was, you made you kept going. I did, and you know, and some somewhere along the way, I, I thought like, man, this was so much fun. I don't think I'd had that much fun on a bike. It was painful, but it was also, I didn't know I could go to those limits, you know. And I think that's kind of why I stayed, in you know, doing gravel. Huh? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So you have, uh, I mean, you've you've dove in. You dove, yeah. you dived, you D dived in head first. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, uh, head first, like you're passionate about gravel, and I'm looking at the your wall, and you've got uh, number plates from Gravel Worlds. You've got number plates from you've got an Iron Man up there. That's my wife. You're, oh, Yvonne. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, you've got uh, boy, we're gonna go back. Uh, Dirty Kanza. Yeah, that's uh, right. Uh, the, yeah, uh, and then unbound now. So and that's her. That's Yvonne, and that's me up there. Take me along from that first ride to uh, deciding to do an unbound. Yeah. So, so after you know, icy gravel, which is in the top corner there, it was a local race here. That's that was my inaugural gravel race, and I was I was hooked. And then my wife decided that she wanted to do unbound. I like, you know, that's 200 miles. I, I don't know if you, you know, but I'm not sure I'll crew you. So we went out there and I crewed her. And I remember seeing all those, it was, you know, it was spectacular. Um, but you know, it, it was it was tough. And I remember her crossing the line depleted. And I told them like, I'm never gonna ride 200 miles, you know. I fast forward, I was like, oh, you know, it's not too bad. We're doing 50, 60 mile rides here. So I just kind of stayed riding in this stuff, and I'm like, well, I was seeing stuff on YouTube. Uh, like, well, I'll go do some of these events. They look pretty cool. So I got into uh, doing, uh, we did Gravel Worlds. That was one, of, you know, Nebraska. 
that's one of my favorite local race. Well, local is in Midwest. Sure. Um, so I, I started doing the Gravel Worlds, um, and then we did, uh, so after I did un, uh, Gravel Worlds in 2020, I decided Unbound was my next, you know, challenge. Uh, and I don't know why I changed my mind, but I was like, I'll, I'll do it anyway. So I decided to do it. Um, and I trained, I trained on this, this exact setup that you see here. And I was able to do it, I think it was in 16 and a half hours. Uh, but that is a, a feat, you know, it's, it's amazing, right? Because when you're in the middle of the pack or in the back, it, you get to see people that, you know, have regular jobs are just out there, you know, trying to ride this. So to me, that kind of motivates me a lot to see that, yeah, it's fun to watch the pros, you know, finish it in nine hours, but, you know, I, I love to give credit to those people that it's taken them, you know, 20 hours to, to, to ride, you know, that distance. So I think that's one of the things that pushes me is to stay riding. It's just, just see how, how far I can push my limits. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's, that's really, so it's been, it's been fun. Uh, I've done quite a few. We did another race up in um, uh, Trinidad, Trinidad, Colorado, and that, and that's a hundred mile ride. Not not bad. It's you have so you you climb out of town ten miles, and then you go down a road, and then you get into this valley for maybe forty miles, and then you hit a ten mile climb. 10 mile downhill, and then you repeat that. Uh, maybe it was 25, 30. So it's really two, you know, two peaks, and that's one of my favorite rides there. Huh. Um, I actually just watched your uh, YouTube video on yeah. that. And, uh, ooh, that 10 mile climb coming yes. home sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. You just settle in, you, you know, it, you just settle in. I, so I've done that race twice in the first, the first year. Uh, I did, I thought I was really in excellent con condition, but obviously, you know, we like to believe we're more capable of what we are, so. Yeah. I, well, it's in Colorado and you live in Iowa City, elevation, what, 700 feet maybe? Yeah, so so Trinidad is at 6,000. Yeah, like, yeah. That's so a, it's a big jump. It's a huge jump. Yeah, I, you know, I, I remember just flying, I was having a really good day, coming around with about 25 miles to go, I start to cramp. I'm like, oh man. I feel one leg go, and then usually once when you feel one leg go, you know the other one's gone. So I stopped immediately, and anytime I'd put any kind of pedal power in the pedals, it was just, uh, just. So it took me, man, another two hours to fit, to go 25 miles. It just totally, you know, tanked me. But it was it was a good experience. So I came back this year, uh, last year, and just you know. No cramps and just rode right through. Nice, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So I've seen you've also done Rebecca's Private Idaho. Yeah, tell me about that. Oh wow! So that's that's an event. You know, I love that event. I think it's one of my favorites. I drove out there. I don't know if you saw my trailer out there. So I, I did. drove. I was a little, <laughs> if it's gone, I'll look know. At my driveway. I'll know. It's probably where it'll end up. But so I, I drove out there uh, last year. Uh, and you know, it's, it's a ridiculous amount of time, but that event is amazing. What makes it amazing? It doesn't feel like a race, you know, but you know, every day is something. 
so it's it's a three day stage race, but you can sign up for. They have on Sunday is the last day. You could do a hundred miles, you could do fifty six miles, or you could do twenty five. But if you do the stage race like I did, which I should have just done it Sunday, because I I had never done a stage race, so I don't know what I was thinking. Um, you, but you were you were thinking like I'm going to see what I can handle. Yeah, but the first so you know. It's really cool, um, you know, you, you get up there and they talk about like what to expect, how to behave. You know, they're really big into not being a jerk to your other riders. If you're faster, don't be yelling at people, get out of the way, you know, just embody the, gravel, the spirit of gravel, right? Right, right. Um, <laughs> so first, uh, the first stage is uh, they bus you up to a lodge. Now they don't. The, the trails that we did actually, they don't allow anybody to ride during the times. Uh, but Rebecca has an arrangement with Idaho to allow that event to go there. So we did this amazing single track on our gravel bikes, um, and you know the, you start off with twenty three percent. You know, you go up this little road and then you hit 23% and it's just, to the Iowa lungs, it just felt like I was dying. And Did you, you walk it? I, I walked half of it. Yeah. I, I started riding it and then you, you know, you sleep out and it's so steep that it, you spend so much energy and I'm like, I have, I think the first day was 48 miles. I'm like, I have 48 miles of I don't know what, so I'm just gonna conserve my energy. Get up to the top and you do serious single track, like, you know, it test your cross bike probably would have been okay. Well, I don't know, not on my 33. Yeah, no, there were punctures, you know, people were riding those small tires, you know, punctures everywhere. I was riding, my cuts were kind of like my wife's there. Uh, I was riding 48s, and so many times I hit rocks, and I, okay, definitely punctured it. Looked down, nothing. Mm. So survived that, that was a fantastic, fantastic, the single track was uh, something new, and you know, you went out, it was, once you did a single track, you had to make a cutoff. Um, you had to do it in, I think, an hour and a half. Mm, yeah, I think so. So if you didn't make cutoff, they pulled you from the course. Oh. But if you made cutoff, then you do an out and back section that was all in the plains. Hmm. Going out a slight, maybe uh, 1% to like minus 8%, slight all the way to the turn, which was like, I think, 15 or so miles. And then you turn around, it's all uphill. You know, you enjoy the up, and we, we had sure. a tailwind. You turn around and you had a headwind uphill for like 15 miles. Oof. So that was brutal. It was really brutal. That's and day one. That's day one. Um, so finish that. Uh, but they had checkpoints and they would, cut, they would pull you from the course at every one of those segments. Uh, I made it through day one. I'm like, I think that was good enough. I, I could <laughs> right. go home and, and day two is... I think the coolest one of the days. Uh, it's 50 miles, but 25 of those are all uh, downhill, right? So you, you start with a gradual climb to a time segment. It's four miles and you go four miles up this mountain. Uh, so it's pretty painful, but it's fun. Once you get to the top of the mountain, you have a Red Bull, you kind of hang out, you know, there's a small party up there. Then you turn around and just off the brakes and just ride down the mountain, you know, for 30 miles, I think, it was to get back in town. Really cool. That is cool. Yeah. So it's like a 60-mile ride, but four miles of it is time. Yeah, that's it. 
Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so it's a big party, mm -hmm. right? So you, you, yeah. you have a, so we rode out with like some of the fast guys. We just signed a group and just kind of, you know. Um, so yeah, it's, it's only four, four and a half miles of that is time, so not bad. And then the third day is uh, Century. Uh, you start off that Century with a 10 mile brutal climb on rough gravel. Huh. And then once you get to the top, you descend, and then you get in this plane, and then you ride that plane, small pitches, you go around, I, you know, you do a huge loop. But my legs were tossed. I, I got halfway through, and I knew there was no way I was going to make it. Really? You know, so I ended up doing the 55, 56 miles or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, and even Rebecca said, like, hey, you know, if you're not feeling it, you know, telling people, because there was no water and that support was a huge, you know, th almost 30 mile loop out there. And it was super hot, like 90 something degrees that day, dusty, windy. So, yeah. So I decided to, you know, to live to ride another day. <laughs> that was probably smart. Yeah. How's Rebecca in that? She's cool. She's fun. You know, yeah. you know, she's become a good friend now. Uh, but she, she encourages people. She rides with people in the group. So, she, you know, you'll be out there and she'll go on and off the routes, right? So she'll come right with you guys and then encourage you because, you know, she could, you know, a lot of people are from Illinois uh, and Hawaii. So, you know, they're riding up there they're like, oh, man, this is, you know. But she'll come up there and ride and encourage you and you feel like, okay, I'm riding with the Queen of Pain. I better not disappoint her, <laughs> right, <laughs> you know. Right, right. So, you know, you just kind of get pumped up. She's cool. She's huh. really cool. Really good human. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, you mentioned early on that uh, Gravel World is one of your favorites in the Midwest here. Yeah. What makes that so? You know, and I don't want to get into too much controversy, but Gravel, I, I got in Gravel because of how inclusive it was. Really no rules. You rode where you brung. You, you know, nobody cared where you rode. Um, and Gravel World is still holding on to that spirit. And to me, one of the biggest things is... You have a lot of average people that are just, you know, have regular jobs, you know, buy a bike or on a bike and just want to go to an event and hang out with their friends. Um, and, you know, there's some people that 150 miles is a huge feat. For right? sure. Uh, but the guy that I think his name is John. Uh, I Cornbread? Yeah. The, the guy, guy that founded the, it? Yeah. The, 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 he stays out there from the time the ride starts till the very last person crosses that finish line. Because, you know, people train their whole life to be like, this is my goal, is I wanna go ride 150 miles. And somebody to acknowledge you when you cross that line, to me, it's, it's a big deal, right? Uh, it's a nice pat on the back. You're not the fastest, but you, you accomplish something that, you know, it's been a big goal to you, you know? So I like that atmosphere. Their checkpoints, uh, some of the best I've ever had. Like, they have everything. They have, you know, because, you know, some of these events are expensive. They um, are expensive. Uh, so having to carry all your food on those long rides, especially where you can't really find a gas station and stuff, can be challenging. So when an event just really thinks about the riders and, like, you get there, there's just about anything you can hope for, <laughs> to me, is just fantastic. So I think that's the spirit. You know, it feels like a big party. Everybody, you know, you get to the finish line. This time I finished at 9. And, you know, people are still out there hanging out, cheering you, and they don't even know you're cheering. It, it just feels fantastic. So I like that vibe. 
Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned the spirit of gravel, and there's always a lot of talk about the spirit of gravel. Yeah. Um, what does that mean to you? Like, how do you, how would you define what the spirit of gravel is? So, I, I, I'll put it this way. When I first started into gravel, we have a local group here in Iowa City um, called the Gravel Scouts. You know, back then, you know, there was maybe eight people in the group. But when you showed up, no matter what you're riding, these guys and girls just welcomed you. You know, you, hey, and you know, nobody gave you advice if you didn't need it. If you needed help, they were there to help you. Um, they give, you know, if you ask, hey guys, how do I do this? Or what's the best part for this, for this event? There was that information. So to me that people just willing to be like, hey, we have another person on a bike that wants to bike. You know, we don't care, like he doesn't have the, the best bike, but he's here to bike, you know. So people have showed up on, we do the Monday night gravel rides in, in, in the summer, and people show up on any kind of bike, and there's no judgment whatsoever. If you want to show up with your super aero bike, with your aero bus, we don't care. You ride your bike, that's what you want to ride. Um, so, so to me, the spirit of gravel is just ride, you know, just be welcoming, don't be a jerk. Let's just celebrate another person on the bike. That's awesome. Yeah. So can I ask you, and we didn't talk about this before, but um, there aren't a lot of black dudes out mm -mm. riding bikes at no. all, much less gravel. Yeah. Uh, like, do you ever feel uncomfortable or unwelcome in a gravel situation? Absolutely. Uh, you do? Yeah. I, I think that's one of the reasons I started right you know doing gravel like one of the reasons that keeps me going is i want to you know encourage some people that would be like oh man i don't know right because uh, it's funny true story at rebecca's private idaho i get in this you know at the meeting actually so i got in i was in idaho for a week i get in this small ketchup town I don't see a single black person everywhere, anywhere. For sure. <laughs> I actually did see a little black kid that was adopted by a white family. I'm like, oh, okay, hey, there's, <laughs> there's two of us, you know? <laughs> so, so I'm like, and normally I, like, when I'm with my wife, you know, I'm like, yeah, I feel, I, you know, it's like, I feel like she didn't see my color. Uh -huh. So it's like, I feel comfortable, like, just by, by her being there. But this time I was by myself, not a single, black person and we go to the writers meeting again i'm like oh my god this is you know like so actually that was the first time i'd like actually been in a place with so many white people huh. and i was like oh, man i should just sink into the back wall here and just kind of just keep quiet so we were riding uh we were doing a group ride the next day and i'm riding with these guys from california and they're like man so how you you know how, how do you like how are you liking it so far, I'm like, man, you know, I've never been around, you know, so many white people. They all start laughing. They're like, you know what? The guy is like, I'm from California, and there's not this many white people either. <laughs> Nobody is a lot more diversity. So, so yeah, there's been situations like that. I've, I've never felt threatened. But it's just a weird, you know, when you come from Iowa City where there's a lot of diversity, and you get in a place like Ketchum where, like, you know, you're like, whoa, it's it's a big wake-up call. Or Emporia, yeah. Kansas. Yeah, or well, exactly. Lincoln, Nebraska. Maybe Lincoln, Nebraska that might be a little more diversity. But or, or Montana, still, yeah. you or know. Montana. Right, right. <laughs> Oof. 
So you were in Trinidad, Colorado. Yeah, I was in Trinidad, Colorado, and at the end of the race, uh, this black guy, tall dude, like six foot three, comes up to me like, man, you know, he's like, I'm a big fan. Of, I'm like, what? What are we talking about? Um, he's like, you're the reason, you know. He's like, he was skeptical about riding gravel. And he saw the, you know, the video I put out on, on Roger and he's like, and he lives in Denver, you know. So he decided to show up and do it. So he was really thankful. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad it happened. You know, I'm like, this is the reason I do it, is just to get more people out there that, you know, think like us, want to ride bikes, to go out there and try those adventures that might look like too far away, but just do it. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. super awesome. Do you know, we're in Iowa City right now. Do you know Anthony Branch? Yes. Yes, Anthony I, used to ride. I haven't seen him riding a lot lately. I haven't seen him riding a lot, but he had a development team of kids from Iowa City. Most of them black kids, not all of them. Yeah. And uh, and to be honest, like I wondered if you were one of his yeah uh, kids growing yeah. up. Yeah. Like if you'd come through the Anthony Branch system. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he did a wonderful job getting uh, getting kids on bikes. Absolutely. Um. So. Again, tell me about your YouTube channel. Where do people find you, and what do you do on it? Uh, oh, all right, so my channel is Iowa Gravel Gang. Iowa Gravel Gang, um, and I just I tried to. I'm actually getting into trying to do some more product reviews of things that I use. Uh, I, I kind of you know fail on the side of utility, but also cost efficient. So I, I want to share those products because I like to go on the internet and find how can I get a really good pump for my bike that's really good, but I, it's not $180, right? So I want to start doing that. But mainly it's ride videos is what I do. I just share places I've been. I, I'll, I'll often put a link in the, in the description of like, hey, this is a route I took. So if somebody goes to visit an area, they can... They could just, you know, look up that Strava link or drive with GPS and, and go ride that same route. So it's mainly just, you know, me sharing all the events, the races, the trials and tribulations. Um, I like to show the whole thing, right? Because I'm not the fastest guy out there, so I have good days on the bike and I have bad days. So I want people to know that if you just keep persevering, you, you, you keep riding. So I like to share that to encourage people just ride your bike and, you know, if it hurts, take a break and get back on it. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's a lot of work. It is. Um, what goes into, I, I watched your Trinidad, uh, Colorado ride today. And, uh, I mean, it's 25 minutes long Yeah. and a lot of editing. What goes into making these videos? What do you bring along on the ride? What are you looking for? Um, yeah, it's 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 definitely a lot of work, uh, and but normally I, I like to take my GoPro. Uh, I'll take the drone. Oh, so wow. yeah, so I'll take the on drone. Ride. Yeah, yeah. So so sometimes I'll fly it, and depending on how well, like on the longer rides when I know I have more time, I'll, I'll fly the drone in in there. But if I don't have time. Then probably, like I always take it, I never know when I'm going to shoot with the drone or not. But the GoPro and then I have a 360 camera. I started liking that because of how easy, you don't have to worry about where you're pointing it. Sure. You just hit record and then you can, you know, frame it later in post. And so GoPro, 360, drone, extra batteries, extra, <laughs> um, I, 
GoPro came out with some new Enduro batteries, so I have those. Uh, and then I'll take a battery charger and uh, with a you know cover USB-C cables, that way I can charge. Or non-bound, you know, I needed to do that uh, because to, you know, I, my GPS was running out of battery, <laughs> my GoPro was running out of battery, you know, I, I was running out of battery, you right, know. <laughs> right, right, right. Maybe one of the products you need to test is a, a hub that charges. Yes. You know, so my wife had one on her, she has one on her Fargo. Uh, and I think it was one of the earlier versions. It just wasn't, you know, and I heard that there's new, there's better tech now that, but before it was just, it was not doing good. It, yeah. would, it wouldn't even charge her, her, her phone. So, but I, we're going to look into that again. For well, sure. as much electronics as you carry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Bad thing yeah, to that see was. If you I, could hook up. I do have the Garmin Edge uh, uh, 1040 now. It's solar powered, and mm. that thing is a beast in the summer. Huh, and so, awesome. so that's one less body pack I have to worry about. Very cool. <laughs> so you do not just races, but you do rides and kind of. This is a great route, a 50-mile route. This is a 40-mile route I found. Do you have a favorite route that you uh, that isn't a race that you like to share? Yeah. Um, so one of my, it's, so it's called Burro Canyon. It's in Trinidad, Colorado. Mm. Um, it's, so normally when we go to Colorado, we spend a week and then we do that, the, the, the event, so we ride around. There, it is, one of the most scenic places, and there's virtually no cars out there. Like even here in Iowa, you could see around into some farmers and stuff, but that, it's not really farmland out there uh, in that part of the place of the region. So it's just, there's a, there's an old canyon there that kind of traverses probably, I want to say 15, 17 miles. So you're riding along it, it's on both sides, it looks fantastic. Then you go uphill and then you finish up with, I think, nine miles of downhill. Mm. It's just sweet. It's just beautiful. And I think the whole two and a half hours that we rode out there, we only saw like one car. Wow. Yeah. And that was once we got back on the pavement. But, you know, whole, you could do hundreds of miles and no cars. So so that's, that's my favorite one for cool. sure. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. Um, shoot. You ever have a question in your head and then yeah, forget it. all the time <laughs> that's my situation right now and i'm really hoping this is i i try to publish on wednesday morning so i'm gonna go home and edit this yeah oh man get it out tonight and i was hoping not to have any any slicing dicing and editing but yeah i might have to edit this this part where i where i had a major hiccup uh, <laughs> um <clears throat> so you've been riding gravel and you signed up for the Lutzen 99er, which is a heavy single track mountain bike race. Yes. What are you thinking? Oh man, you know, that's, the, that's a good question. I haven't answered that yet. <laughs> you know, I, we were talking earlier before, you know, you started recording is, uh, I like to just kind of, you know, jump in head fast, just go for it. So I've been, after we did Rebecca's Private Idaho, there was single track, I do have mountain bike, but, I will ride our local single track here every once in a while, but not as much as I do gravel. And I was like, you know what? After Rebecca's private, I was so pumped. I was like, I need to do some mountain bike races. And Lutzen came up, you know, it's not very far from here. So I decided, why not? Let's, let's go 400 miles of single track, you know? So I'm, I'm excited about it. I, I think to me, I wanted to push, I, I wanted to be, 
wanted to push me uh, and just have a good time on, on the mountain bike. I am going to look forward to that video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things I always see on the internet, and the people always say, oh, you know, gravel bike is just a, a nine is a mountain bike, right? So that's what I'm, uh, you know, just I mean, <laughs> yes, that's true. Like, the, we got into gravel training for Schwamigan and Leadville, yes. which are mountain bike races. Yep. And we would go out and ride the gravel roads around Des Moines, and that was our mountain bike training. Yep. So we did absolutely take the mountain bikes of the 90s and ride gravel on them. But, uh, yeah. whew, I don't, you know, that's, there's... A different skill yeah. involved in mountain biking. Absolutely. Uh, when you say local trails, are you riding Sugar Bottom? Or are you riding like the? Uh, we have, yeah, we have the Corville, the Woodpecker trails around here. You know, it's literally, I'm probably like a mile away from from. Perfect. Yeah. So I always hit those. Like I'll hit those during the work day. You know, my lunch break, I'll go jump on those. So I do have some mountain biking experience, but I wouldn't call it totally. Uh, comfortable yeah. but why not we'll go for it yeah that's awesome yeah uh, what else do you have planned this year or can you say I saw your early January video and you said oh, yeah exciting things to announce yes uh, I can slightly give a hint it's gonna involve a mountain bike okay it's gonna be a hot day in the saddle uh, somewhere out in the desert oh. it's probably gonna be somewhere around 100 miles Huh, in the uh, desert. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so so that's coming up. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, self-supported, totally self-supported. Um, so I don't know how I'm going to do it on my mountain bike. Uh, with a, we'll see, Lutzen will be a good precursor to, to that. So it will give me an idea of how much water I need. 100 miles on a mountain bike is a long time. Yeah. Like I've done Leadville a few times, and that's a long day. You know, I thought about doing Leadville. Um, this year and I went back and forth, went back and forth, and you know, Lutzen's so close here, yep. and you know, North Shore is so beautiful too. So I decided I'd rather go to the North Shore than Leadville this year, maybe next year. Yeah, Leadville is, ah, you know, I've said like ninety-seven percent you could do on a gravel bike. Yeah, but the three percent, yeah, will kill you. <laughs> So you know, it's 3% will take you out. You've yeah. got to be able to do that 3%. You yeah. can blow that 3% off. Wow. So definitely. I mean, it's there's, yeah. there's some mountain biking involved at, at level. Sure. But there's a lot of gravel. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's a lot of gravel riding. Is it mainly like a double track? Is that what it is? Well, it's all double track because it's yeah. out the back. Oh, okay. So it okay. has to be double track. But some of it is just like Super a quad probably. runner. Oh. You know, so it's not wide double track. Yeah. Coming down from... Uh, uh, the turnaround at mile 50, you go up to the Columbine mine and then you turn around and come down. And a lot of that is just quad track. Yeah. And so you only have it's super right. Yeah. Oh, man. And because uh, people are coming up one side and going down. So you got to stick to your side. And you got to stick to your not side. Not get run over by someone doing 30 miles an hour downhill. Correct. Correct. <laughs> if they're doing 30 miles an hour, they're probably in trouble. Some but, of those guys, you know, the, uh, you know, the Keegan Swansons, and I think I heard it was some session that hit 30. Now, I do believe that. I mean, for sure. Once you get off, there's a section, there's, I think, nine switchbacks yeah. on a gravel road. Yeah. And then you come around a corner, there's kind of a turnaround parking lot thing. Yeah. And then the quad track goes off into the mountains. <laughs> so once you get back onto that gravel so road... Yeah, but the brakes go and uh, like rip down it. It's super wow. fun. Okay. Um, 
but uh, so for sure i mean i'm sure we were doing probably 45 at yeah uh, but um, but not all the places. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I can imagine. Yeah, not all the places. That's, sure, that's for sure. Um. Uh. So how do people follow you? We talked uh, a little bit about your yeah. Instagram and your your YouTube, but uh, tell yeah. me about your Instagram. How do you use that? And um, so my Instagram really, I just like to showcase anytime I go anywhere uh, on my bike. I just. Try, I kind of try to make it entertaining, you know, uh -huh. something like a, a, a little show for people to watch, you know, so I usually from, I will make stories on Instagram, so I will grab a gang, and it's literally like almost scripted, but it's not, but I try to make it like where you follow along and it just, everything adds up to, till the very end. So I, I just, a little entertainment for the people. That's awesome. Yeah, because people seem to love those uh, gravel ride videos. So, you know, they always send me comments. Hey, so I'm like, okay, people enjoy this. I'll keep making them. So that's really the primary reason behind my Instagram is just, just a little entertainment avenue for the people. Very cool. Yeah. And then your uh, YouTube is Iowa Gravel Gang? Iowa Gravel Gang, yep. Let me ask you this. You've... you've, uh, you've started to become recognized yeah what's one, of the, what's one of the most interesting stories of somebody recognizing you somewhere from your youtube page uh you, you know i think when we're unbound this this past year i was sitting there and it was actually sitting in the in the uh untapped maple tent ted king's tent and you know these people just keep walking, keep looking at me. And this lady is like standing there with her husband, and she would just kind of look, creeping you out. Look. Yeah, and my wife is like, "What?" I'm like, "I don't know," you know. <laughs> and then finally she comes over. She's like, "Hey, I follow you," you know. And she was just, she was shy and she was just trying to figure out. I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's, you know, that's awesome. I love to talk to people, you know. I'm like, oh man, you should have just, like, I was literally she, just. She was starstruck. Yeah, I was just, <laughs> I was just literally, I love talking to people. So I'm like, hey, you should have, you know, I was just sitting down eating ice cream. You could have come say hello. So, so that was very interesting because I was like, did I offense? Because, you know, when you're walking around with the camera, sometimes you might bump into somebody by accident. So I'm like, okay, maybe I bumped into her and she's like here for, you know, for revenge. <laughs> but luckily she was just, you know, a fan of the YouTube channel. Oh, so, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so that was, awesome. yeah, that was a pretty cool, uh, yeah, we're like, what's going on? So, yeah, so that was fun. Uh, that is cool. Uh, well, listen, I super appreciate you inviting yeah. me into your home, into your, into your uh, pain cave. Absolutely. Your gorgeous pain cave. <laughs> you really set the standard for pain cave art like that's awesome my wife did this she, she did, did it the, yeah and we're gonna finish the whole wall there and we'll add something else we don't are you gonna sure. continue to add your uh your numbers yeah your race numbers yep and you know we kind of did the whole iowa theme back here because of rugby you know oh yeah yeah do you, you know? do rugby yeah, yeah. I, we'll be going this year again oh nice yeah nice. 50th anniversary it is a 50th you, you, you can't miss it we're not missing okay it. i just got invited <laughs> to iceland whoa I, are but you doing the rift? Uh, no, it's uh, always uh, with Steve. Steve, yes. Yeah, with the back of the pack and and uh, his gang. But um, it's during Ragbri. Oh, so I can't miss Ragbri. My favorite New Zealander, Carol, uh, rode with Steve. Uh, I don't know, Carol Belch is 
super uh, randonneur and uh, mm -hmm. New Zealander. She lives in Iowa City, works for World of Bikes, and she rode with those guys. So they were supposed to go to, uh, they went to do the tour divide, Carol and my wife, and it was just, it rained. I don't know if you were following uh, tour divide this year at all. There was so much snow and rain, and they, they spent, I think, two days hauled out in some, uh, small town, Denver, not Denver, uh, I forget what it is. Uh, if you're in Denver, you've made it. No, not Denver. There were some small town in, in Montana. In Montana. Yeah, like just nothing there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I actually drove out there and got him. Oh, wow. Yeah. So your wife was doing Tour Divide? On this, uh, actually on her other bike, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she was doing Tour Divide. She has a Priority 900X, uh, has a geared hub uh, belt drive. Wow. Yeah, she had those Aerobuzz on there, you know. Don't stop me on the Aerobuzz. But uh, <laughs> um, but after we, we brought them back, Carol, our friend, she went out to Iceland with those guys, and she loved it. Yeah, well, they're going again. Oh, man. And uh, I got invited, and I turned it down for right. <sighs> yeah, you can't miss the 50th because it only comes around once. Correct. You know, Iceland will be there next year. It will be, won't yeah. it? <laughs> well, I mean, we hope it will. Yeah. <laughs> Giant earthquake or yeah. you know or something. Yeah, all the ice melts and then it's all underwater. Well, yeah, you know, that would be. It could be that. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, I am going to look forward to seeing you at the Driftless yes. 100. Yes. Uh, yes. I will look forward to that. I'm, I'm I'm excited about that. I was talking to the organizer yes uh, last night actually. Oh, you were. Yeah, That's funny. I did too. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be there. We, we wanted to do it last year and. I, uh, my, my wife ended up getting COVID oh. like right before. Luckily, I, somehow I didn't get it. Um, but so it, it was like, you know, it was just not going to be a fun. Uh, she wanted yeah. to do it. I'm like, you can, you can, it's going to be healy and you're coughing all over the place. So, yeah. so, but so we, this year we, you know, knock on wood here, we're going to, we're going to do it. Yeah. So we'll see you there. We will see you there. And, and I also talked to, uh, to Matt, the race organizer. And yeah. I'm going to play a little clip that I recorded yeah. uh, from him when, uh, when we're uh, done chatting. So, Fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. I, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, let's do it. 10,000 feet of climbing. That should be a good day on the bike. Oof. Yeah. That's all know. I have to say. <laughs> all right, dude. What a pleasure to meet yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I'll continue to follow you on YouTube. Hopefully, we run into each other. Yeah, but, uh, well, we'll be up at Driftless, and uh, you know, I'll be doing you know, uh, Gravel Worlds again this year. Um, serum? Uh, no. Oh, you got to yeah. do serum. No, I've never. I don't think I've heard of that one. Okay, I'll send you. A yeah, link. send me a link. I'll take a look. Right, I'm already looking for some stuff. It's an old one. It's <laughs> it's been around a long time. It's I think 15 years maybe. See, I like those old, you know. Um, Grassroots stuff. It is an old grassroots. Yeah, I, I like those. Like the know. first couple of years were free. Yeah. You know, I've got stories from the first few years, but um, uh, it's hard. I mean, yeah. Weather dependent. It's the end of February. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you never know what so you're gonna get. You never know what you're gonna Spot get. Spotted horse. Spotted. It's colder than spotted horse. Ooh. Yeah. No, I haven't done spotted horse. I, I have. Died, I've done spotted horse twice and I've failed. To me, I've failed twice. I got the most recent was in 2020. I got right up up, up until mile 130, oh. and they pulled me from the course. Yeah, because yeah. you were so, too late. It was you know they didn't have a sag and they didn't want to 
in case somebody called them, they didn't want to be like, oh, we can't get anybody out there, yeah. which I get. Um, uh, but, that's too bad. But I'm like, well, that's what I was signed up for. I'm like, I, I, cause I signed the waiver, so I was like, I was out there. But I do understand. I, yeah, I do yeah, understand. Yeah. People don't want to have that on their conscience. For sure. But uh, yeah, so maybe one of these days I'll try it again. But we don't know. Awesome. I'll <laughs> send you a link to Serum. Yeah, I want to check it out. We'll definitely see you on the gravel roads and Ragbrai and uh, yeah, the rest absolutely. of the Iowa countryside. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you too. And it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I, I actually, you know, I like the in-person podcast. That's that's. I cool. do too. Yeah. I'm glad we can make it happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure so much better than Zoom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What a fun conversation with Aria. You can tell he and his wife love cruising the back roads of the U.S. on their trusty gravel steeds. Be sure and subscribe to both their YouTube and Instagram feeds at Iowa Gravel Gang. I'd also encourage you to look for us at the Driftless 100 on April 29th in Elkader, Iowa. If you thought Iowa was flat, think again. Come on over and enjoy beautiful Northeast Iowa with us. You can register now at driftlessgravel.com. Now I'd also like to thank you for tuning in to Bike Talk with Dave. I'd welcome you to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And of course, please share it with your friends. And if you'd like to support the show financially, you can look for Bike Talk with Dave at buymeacoffee.com. Or just hit me up on Venmo at David-Mabel. If you do, I'll be happy to send you a Bike Talk with Dave sticker. There's a link to buy me a coffee in the show notes. Now, if you want a real piece of history, put your order in now for an original limited edition Bike Talk with Dave hat. Just shoot me $25 on Venmo and I will send you a hat. I'll be ordering them from our friends at Bike Rags Apparel in mid-January, so get your order in soon. Thanks also to BikeIowa.com for being the online host of Bike Talk with Dave. BikeIowa.com is your one-stop shop for all kinds of cycling events, as well as news, information, and trails in Iowa and throughout the Midwest. Every week, new events are added, so be sure and bookmark BikeIowa.com and check back often. Thanks again for tuning in. We've got lots of great episodes coming up. I'm super excited to share them with you, including Steve McGuire, who started a bike building curriculum at the University of Iowa a dozen years ago. We get to hear all about that, as well as some of his incredible fat bike trips. Craig Dalton will be joining us. He's host of the Gravel Ride podcast. And later this month, Brendan Quirk, the CEO of USA Cycling, is going to be on to talk about USA Cycling's new mountain bike center to open in Bentonville, Arkansas. And we'll also sneak in some questions about the state of competitive cycling in the United States today. So be sure and subscribe to Bike Talk with Dave so you don't miss a thing. We'll see you next week and keep the wind at your back.